Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must-have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. I'm Baha Etmanen, the founder and editor of Ageless by Rescue. Ageless by Rescue gives you unprecedented access to international and Australian experts and visionaries. Hi, it's Miranda Kerr here on Ageless by Rescue podcast. Hi, this is Martha Kay and you are on Ageless by Rescue podcast. I'm Trini Woodall. I mean, I feel I'm being interviewed by the sexiest woman in the world. Donnie Galella is one of Australia's most in-demand fashion stylists with over 15 years industry experience. His vast portfolio includes styling photo shoots and dressing celebrities for awards nights and red carpet appearances, including the Oscars, the Emmys, the Logies, ARIA Awards, Actor Awards, Dally M, Brownlow Medal, and the Australian Cricket Awards. Donnie regularly appears on Channel 7's The Morning Show and Sunrise, And over the past 10 years, he's performed a number of makeovers on hit TV shows, including Beauty and the Geek, The Biggest Loser, The Makeover uh, and Makeover Street on Channel 9. He's also appeared on Today Tonight, Mornings with Kerri-Anne, Today, Weekend Today and A Current Affair. What I love about Donnie is that he's so passionate about making fashion and style accessible for all Australians at any age, at any stage. His down-to-earth nature combined with an intimate understanding of real Australian women gives him the extraordinary ability to connect with his diverse audience. His mantra is everyone deserves to look good and feel fabulous no matter their age, shape, size or shopping budget. I'm so excited to introduce you to the fantastic and ever stylish Donnie Galella. I am so excited to welcome my beautiful friend, stylist extraordinaire, Donnie Galella. Hi. Hello. So good to see you. So good to see you too. Um, I am wanting to deep dive into the connection between style, fashion, and the concept of being ageless. You work with a lot of celebrities of all different ages, and you've also, um, during the last round of ISO, did this incredible project of doing makeovers for real women who had lost themselves or lost their star. So I feel that you're uniquely qualified to talk to us about this. What does the link between fashion and age mean to you? Look, I fundamentally believe when you look good, you feel good. You know, this morning I woke up, it's grey, I wasn't feeling well in the tummy, felt a bit drab, but as soon as I put on a red jacket that I love, I instantly just felt better. And I believe fashion has this transformative power that as soon as you you feel good, um, you look good, and then you also feel better, you project more positive things, you're nicer to your friends, nicer to your family, you're nicer in the workplace. It has such a great flow-on effect. So going to the ageless effect, it, if we can always look good, we'll always feel good and we'll never age. <laughs> Do you feel like that women have a stage or age or a moment in their life where they feel the most beautiful and empowered by their style choices? 
Um, I think when women finally discover who they are, what their personal style is, what their unique ID is, that's when they feel the most beautiful. Uh, I've got a lot of friends that are kind of hitting into their 40s now and they're telling me that they're feeling the most beautiful that they've ever felt because they feel like they're finally hitting their stride, they've discovered who they are and they're feeling better than they did in their 20s and their 30s. So I think it's yeah when you just find your absolute personal identity and feel absolutely confident. I, I find it really interesting because my daughter's 10 and she's – only just kind of clicking into the concept of style. And when they have uniform free days, uh, she's really aware that 99% of her, her cohort dress exactly the same. So last season it was tie-dye and short shorts. And she's quite happy not to look the same. And then I look at myself in my 20s and I feel like, you know, I dress for my friends and then in your 30s and 40s, when you start, you know, investing in labels or becoming aware of, you know, hot, hot items or, you know, statement pieces, you're still dressing for your friends. But it wasn't really until my mid 40s that I started dressing for me. Um, and I'm curious as to how, you know, tell me some of the celebrities that you work with and you helping them find their personal style in their 20s, in their 30s, in mm. their 40s, in their 50s and beyond. Yeah. Um, so I guess with each of the celebrities, they're so unique and they're so different. And for me, it's about finding exactly who they are and what's going to make them feel most comfortable and amazing, especially if they're hitting a big red carpet. So um, Ada Nicodemu, who is from Home and Away, who I absolutely adore, she's been on our screens for many years. You know, for about eight, it's just about what's going to make her feel most beautiful and confident when she hits the red carpet. So, you know, she loves glamour. She loves style. She loves playing with beautiful fabrics and textures. Um, so making sure that a play to all that, but also knowing her body strength. You know, so she's a little bit more in the petite structure, so height-wise. So, you know, we want to create the illusion of making her maybe look taller than she is. So vertical lines, um, vertical prints putting her hair up in a bun or a pony that also kind of elongates her, makes her look taller. The classic nude shoe, you know, elongates your leg. So it's really fundamentally breaking down, knowing what your best assets are and how can I accentuate my best assets? And are there what parts of my body am I not as comfortable with? And they're the ones that we can cleverly hide or disguise. So like lots of women, for example, don't like their tummy. I think 80% of women won't will say my tummy. So I'll give them hints and tips that you can do that. It's um, tough to yeah. not like your tummy this season because with all the cutaways and midriffs, you know, and I, I mean, I'm in my, you know, mid to late forties and I think I would like to wear that, but is it, is it, you know, am I too old for that? What do you think about that? You know, do you think you're ever too old yeah, to dress a certain I, way? I feel a lot of women think, okay, I'm too old to wear that. I always say dress for your confidence and not your age. If you're going to, if you're, if you know you have good legs, don't feel ashamed that you can't wear a short skirt or short dress. You know, you've, your legs are one of your best assets. Why hide them away? If wearing those denim shorts in summer makes you feel good, bloody do it, you know? So I think we, we kind of were growing up with this thing of, oh, once you hit 40, you must wear knee length and all these rules. It's like, no, throw those rules out. Think about what makes you feel good. If it makes you feel good to wear those denim cutoffs or that short skirt, do it. Do it, do it, do it. So vital. One of the most transformative um, moments, I think, and the one that we've seen um, evolve beautifully is Erin Holland. I know she's mm -hmm. been a client of yours for years. And I think yes. 
the reason I want to talk about her is she is absolutely gorgeous and you met her as a beauty queen. So how do you make a beauty queen more beautiful and more in her power through her choices of styling and fashion? I'd love to take that journey because we don't often talk about young women and already beautiful women wanting to update their image or find their personal style. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, really good point. So I met Erin maybe five years ago when she just won Miss um, University Australia and um, she had blonde hair and I could just see there was something there. She was gorgeous, but I just felt there was something more to be explored. So I approached her and said, hey, look, I'm a stylist. I think you're gorgeous, but I feel maybe we could work together and try harness a new style. Um, one of the first things we did together was colour the hair darker because she's got the most beautiful blue eyes and I felt her blonde hair didn't really do justice to, to her eyes. And as soon as she took that path to darker hair, she went to the dark side and, wow, you know, already that just made such a huge difference. And then really it was saying, right, okay, so you've, you've just won a pageant, so you're kind of seen as that pageant girl. How can we now create you to become a fashion girl, a style girl, and helping her evolve a style? And it was trying lots of different things, trying different styles, trying different cuts, different designers, until you kind of found, right, this is what works best for you, and this is when you're feeling most comfortable. And it's just been an evolution. Uh, when I then, look you know, at Erin, I think she looks expensive. I think mm-hmm. she looks groomed polished polite and extremely Mm -hmm. elegant and exactly as you said it's not what you expect of a pageant girl and there you are as her stylist flipping the narrative and taking the blonde to a brunette taking a beautiful pageant girl the big curls yeah, yeah and taking a pageant girl to you know fashionista um and I love that I love that finding your personal style actually can be a contradiction. Um, so if, if you know, someone wants to work with a stylist or just wants to learn from a stylist on finding mm-hmm. their personal style at any age, are there, you know, rules of thumb? Are there things that every woman or man should own in their uh, wardrobe? Um, mm-hmm. Let's explore that a bit. Okay, good. I could go on for hours about this. Let's do it. Basically, okay, let's do it. Um, starting with women's wardrobes, I feel like there's you know about 10 items that you need to have in there because once you have these 10 items, they're the, they're the cornerstone of having the perfect wardrobe. You'll always have, some, always have something to wear. These pieces are quite timeless. So, you know, starting with a little black dress. You can't go wrong. Classic little black dress. Um, beautiful blazer, beautiful black or navy. Can I stop you on the little black dress? Because obviously everyone's heard this before, but there's a black dress and there's a black dress. What's a Donny Galella version of the classic black dress that's worth investing in, that's worth putting in your wardrobe that works? I think, okay, so a little black dress is going to be different for every woman in her body, okay? So thinking about your body shape and, you know, for example, if you're busty, you're probably going to want an open neck. Most women like a bit of coverage on their arms. You know, do you want it A-line? Do you want it fitted? So I won't be too prescriptive in the style because I think each woman's little black dress is different based on her body type. Um, But a little black dress is going to get you from day to night. Obviously, if a dress has sequins and ruffles and frills, that's more nighttime. You want just a classic, simple black dress that's going to get you from daytime with a little pair of sneakers to add a pair of heels or get you to nighttime. So a little black jersey dress, for example, 
is perfect because it kind of moves you from day to night, lunch to dinner. Uh, Are there any kind of go-to brands that you, you know, you go to for some of these key pieces? Because it would be nice to have some guidance. And do you think that, you know, these 10 pieces are where we should splurge and then, you know, the other things are where we could kind of save? I mean, if you can afford to splurge on these little pieces, then absolutely do it. Because a little black blazer, as you know, could last you forever. The perfect little black dress will last you for debt forever. A black skirt, black pants, a classic white tee. These items are classic. So invest in them if you can. Equally, if you don't have the big budget, you can still get them from the afford, affordable department stores. Tell me um, what are but- the, if you were to splurge on these items that you've mentioned, so the blazer, mm-hmm the black skirt, the black pant, the little black dress, what would be the luxe, what would be the medium and what would be the fantastic bargain but always looks great version? I mean, let's look at a little black blazer, okay, because a little black blazer I think is one of those timeless, beautiful investment pieces. Now, if you had all the money in the world, a beautiful Balmain black blazer, the cut of it is beautiful, the gold button details on it is gorgeous. Uh, and that's the luxe end. Medium price point, you can walk into Chic or De Cuba. I know De Cuba, in fact, has a beautiful black button, uh, uh, black blade with gold button detail on it, which is divine. Um, a label called Mossman as well, doing one of the most beautiful black blazers, about two, three hundred dollars. So you can, you know, depending on what your budget, it's out there, you know. So and what about bargain? Yeah. Where would I score a little black jacket, like a perfect little blazer for like a oh, my God, I can't believe I paid less than $100 for this. Oh, well, I mean, seriously, things that you can find in Big W and Target these days are incredible, extraordinary. So it's never discount the, the big, those department stores because they, they can have some great buys, absolutely. Great. In fact, I love taking people. One thing that people don't realise I do is I do personal shopping and styling where I take the everyday woman to their local Westfield and we go bargain shopping and bargain hunting and I love shocking women because most of the time when I meet them, they're in their comfort zone. Most people are in their comfort zone. They go to their go-to stores and I say to them, right, we're going to go to Portman's. And they're like, oh, I haven't shopped at Portman's for 10, 15 years. I can't shop there. My, my daughter shopped there. I'm like, exactly. That's why I'm taking you there. It's ageless. It's, but don't, don't make, never, I think we make shopping harder for ourselves because we, we walk into, say, a Westfield and we're like, all right, well, I can't go in there because no, I can't go in there. I can't go in there. All of a sudden, you've closed 50% of Westfield off to you because you think you can't shop there. Whereas I love to take people shopping and saying, right, let's go into all these shops that you think that you can't go into. And then we guarantee we walk out with bags from all the shops that they never thought they could shop in. And I think, especially women when they get into their 40s, 50s, they, they just suddenly blank off all these stores. And you should never do that. Walk into the department stores blind almost blindfolded you know like don't even look at what store you're going into just go in with a purpose go in with that list of those things that you want to shop for and don't even care what the brands are because at the end of the day a lot of these clothes are made in the same factories anyway it's just a label slapped on the clothes <laughs> um try them all on go shopping because when you put it on if it looks good if you feel good buy it so you've touched on some of the blacks uh, essentials what are the, some of the others in your toolkit for looking uh, uh, Fabulous at any stage, at any age, for any occasion. So other essential items. So we've got a classic white shirt. I think that's such an underestimated, classic, beautiful piece. Most people think, oh, white shirt. I don't work in an office. Why do I need a white shirt? Wrong. 
white shirt, beautiful with jeans, shorts, wear it open, wear it closed, wear it tied up, wear it off the shoulder. Like you can wear a white shirt so many different ways over a swimsuit, so versatile. Um, good to have some just goods and basic tops, you know, black, white, classic tops. I often walk into wardrobes and there's piles and piles and piles and shelves of tops. If you've got 10, 15 beautiful tops, you're good. You're good to go. A trench coat. I think a trench coat is a beautiful classic piece as well, one worth investing in if you can. In a camel um, or in a, any colour? I think a classic beige or like a nude colour is was going to go with everything. Yeah, beige, nude, absolutely. Black as well, but a classic beige you can't go wrong with. Um, a couple day dresses. I find women, I think, underestimate the power of just a classic little day dress. You know, you put it on and you're done. You don't have to worry about coordinating things for the day. And a good day dress, wear it with a sneaker, um, running running around the kids in the morning, dropping them off to school, um, take it to lunch, take it to dinner. So day dresses very underestimated. Let's talk about colour because um... – I know that you've worked magic on the red carpet and also with your TV clients with colour. How does colour work with when you're trying to make someone look more vital, more beautiful, Mm -hmm. maybe less tired? (laughs) Yeah. Well, colour, again, is transformative. And like I said this morning, you know, I was feeling a little bit meh, had a a weekend of celebrating my birthday, just a party for two because of the lockdowns. But I've, I, as soon as I put this red on, I actually felt powerful. I felt vibrant. Um, so colourful colour can really do that. So how to work out your colour? I guess we generally all fit into two different spectrums. We either have uh, warm tones or cool tones. Some people feel if you actually look at the colour of your veins, if your veins look more blue, you're a cool-based person. If your veins look a little bit more green, then you're a warm-based person. So if you're a cool tone, think of those cool tones. Think um, purple, uh, green, you know, they're they're kind of the cool tones. But then you think warm, you think fire, you think red, yellow, orange, those warm tones. So, you know, warm tones, finding out what your your tones are and dressing accordingly. I love also matching, you know, eye colour. I think you've got beautiful blue and green eyes, wearing those beautiful blues and greens also really just make you come alive. Um, a little trick you can do sometimes is if you go into a fabric shop like Spotlight, just walk around the, the fabrics and just drape them across you and then take a selfie and just do that with Ooh. 12, 15 different colours and then you go back through your camera roll and you'll see which colours instantly lift you and which colours kind of don't do much for you. I love you. what you did with Julia Morris when you were styling her for uh, mm-hmm. I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Is that what it was for? Yes, correct. Yeah, absolutely. Did Julie for uh, two years with that. And I, I mean, she is iconic. She is su- such an impressive yeah. woman. But mm-hmm. my God, I, I suppose I didn't realize how beautiful she was, too. And um, it was fun to watch her have fun with fashion. Can you tell me about, you know, can, can we have fun with fashion at any age, oh. at any stage? Absolutely. I think Julia Morris is just the epitome of one of the most amazing women in Australia. You know, she's talented, she's funny, she's smart, she's a busy mum, she's got kids, Um, but uh, she, she was a perfect example of when she put on a dress, she felt it, and then you could see her transcend on the screen. She was just, you know, dancing around, she was happy, she was, you know, loving it. 
And working with her is amazing. But she's also a gorgeous, curvy woman. She's got beautiful curves. So for me, it was always dressing her in beautiful dresses that accentuated her curves, things that always showed off a beautiful little waist. Um, kept a beautiful open neckline. Color was be- as much color as possible on Julia because it suited her vibrant personality as well. But uh, I have a really funny, I remember one day we were in the trailer getting ready in the morning and you're kind of deciding what are we going to wear on tonight's show? And she put on this one particular dress and it had, I think, almost like a fringing detail. And she just started shimming around and we created this funny little video where she's just shimming and dancing. And yeah, the power of clothes, when you put something on that you just love, it's just amazing. Share some other tips with some of the big name celebrities you've worked with. And the reason I ask is not that I think celebrities are better than normal people, but it gives us a visual, an instant visual guide. And I think most of of us compare ourselves to life stages or looks of people we admire. So it's nice to have Mm -hmm. it as an anchor. Um, Maybe some tips and tricks from celebrities that you work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, a recent um, gorgeous lady that we both got to see recently was uh, Taria Pitt, who yeah. launched her running program. And I worked with Taria for maybe the last kind of two years. And as we know, she's come back. She's got an athletic background, being a runner. So she's got an athletic body type. So she's I guess if tiny. You've got an, and, and she's tiny, yeah. But if you've got an athletic body type, a lot of women aren't generally very curvy. So for me, it's putting clothes on the body that create the illusion of curves. So, you know, you might put on a beautiful um, tailored suit that has a nice structure to it. Uh, I put her in this beautiful dress, um, halter neck dress, A-line, and it was quite flowy. And when it was belted, it actually created the illusion of having bigger hips and a bit of a booty. And she was like, oh, I've got like a booty in this dress. I love it. So I guess that's the whole trick with styling. It's, I should, it's creating the illusion of having something that we don't have, basically. I should be called an illusionist, not a stylist. So, you know, looking at a body type and if you want the illusion of having, say, a bigger bust, you know, add some frills, add some ruffles, you know, drape a scarf around your bust. That's going to create the illusion of having a bigger bust. You know, you want a smaller looking waist, you know, add, add a belt, clothes that really cinch in at the waistline, you know, really draw in the waist. Um, if you want to look like you have more of a booty, you know, A-line skirts, A-line dresses, ruffles and pleats around that area, big pockets on your hips because that's going to create the illusion of having that. So it's so basically we're tricks. having cosmetic surgery with our cosmetic surgery using Exactly. Clothes. It's using the clothes to create the illusion of having something that we don't. And that's what I think the whole trick of styling is, is knowing what you love about your body. And I think when I meet any woman, whether it's a celebrity or non-celebrity, I'll ask her, right, what's your size? Um, and then what part of your body do you love the most? And a lot of women really struggle to tell me that. But then as soon as I, uh, the next question is like, and tell me parts of your body you're not as comfortable with. And they can usually rattle off a whole list of things they don't like about their body. So A, don't be so hard on yourself because I think every woman has parts of her body that are gorgeous. So know what they are and they're the parts that we want to accentuate. And then those parts we don't like as much, they're the ones that we can cleverly create the illusion of having if you don't have it. So I know you work with Nikki Phillips a lot and she's stunning, very tall you know, the mm-hmm. all Australian beauty. What yeah. um, what are some of the style evolution things that you've done together with her? So Nikki's just always such a joy to work with and she's always willing to like try new things. Um, but I think with Nikki, you know, she's a busy mum and uh, she's always, I think one of her goes as a beautiful suit, a beautiful power suit on her. I just always, maybe because she's got the height for it, but always a beautiful power suit is a, a winner on Nikki. 
Um, and colour. She's fantastic. We're always loving trying different colours and colour combinations. Um, but she's, she's a fabulous one. Again, with someone like Nikki or Kate Waterhouse, who I know you've worked with before as well, in everyone's mind, they're already perfect. Why yeah. would they work with a stylist? And, you know, do all of us need to do a bit of an audit on our habits? Maybe we're stuck with what we always wore in our 20s and now our bodies have changed or our life has changed. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious as to, you know, aside from big red carpet events, what what does a celebrity who is already gorgeous, who is already stylish, what did they get out of working with the stylist and what can we learn from that? Good question. End of the day, you've got to think celebrities are just real everyday people. doesn't matter who they are, if they're a beauty queen or a gorgeous model, they still have insecurities about their body. And that's one thing we've got to all understand is we may look at them and think they're flawless, they're beautiful, they're, you know, no, they still have insecurities about their body. We, we all do, regardless of who, who, whoever we are, we have insecurities about our body. So I think all celebrities or anyone work with a stylist because they just want to feel good. Because at the end of the day, when you look good, you feel good, you want to feel confident. A lot of them are being thrust onto a red carpet in front of a national audience. So they just want to make sure they, they look the part, that they look good, that they're not going to get judged or picked on or criticised. Um, so my role purely is always just to make anyone look good and feel more confident. And that's one I've, one thing I've always stressed is, yes, I work with celebrities. It's probably only maybe 30%, 40% of what I do. I still spend a lot of time working with everyday Aussies. And that's why when I did my 100 makeovers in 100 days, again, it was a great way just to connect back with 100 everyday women to make them all look good and feel really confident because I just believe the power of when you're just wearing something that you feel good in, you just feel so much better and you feel more confident. So that's why celebrities work with stylists. Um, but end of the day, they still have insecurities and they too want to feel good as well. Have you ever seen the show Younger? Yes, I've seen a little bit of it actually. Okay, so let's talk about the premise of are there visual cues and ways of dressing that we can all adopt a little bit that do make us look more youthful? Mm -hmm. I think, okay, yeah, good question. So I think end of the day, if there's little things that we can do that instantly just make us look younger. So I think makeup is a big thing where makeup trends really do change. So if you're still putting that blue eyeliner on, um, maybe it's time to just go into your local um, makeup store or Mecca or beauty counter and just get an update on your makeup, but also our makeup changes with our ages. So the way the way you did your makeup in your 20s, different to your 30s, to your 40s, to your 50s. So it's important that you do regularly go learn about how to apply makeup. Um, so if you can you see someone locally, amazing, do that. I think that makes a big difference. Um, updating your specs. If you wear glasses, you know. I was getting, just about uh, to say that. I think. Yeah. I think glasses like can instantly age you or instantly. instantly like make you look fresh and fabulous. Agree. Some new specs can just take years off. Absolutely. Um, hairstyles like I've so when, when you talk ideas. about specs, we're talking about sunglasses and reading glasses. Where can Both. you go yes. to for advice? You know, do you recommend that we look uh, on Instagram at people we admire? Do we go to a shop and? You know, how do we know what's going to make us look younger versus older? Because we don't all have a stylist. Yeah, good question. I mean, I mean, if you just pop into, I mean, there's Bailey Nelson and all those kind of 
um, uh, optometrist stores that are available in all the shopping centers now. So going in, trying lots of different styles. Um, maybe I always love that. I think everyone should have like a Pinterest page where I'll have Pinterest on, on your phone and just go through and find references of things that you love and create different folders. So I might have a dresses folder, a specs folder, a jackets folder, because when you see photos of things that you love, store them straight away. And then when you're in the shops, you can quickly go back to your Pinterest page and go, oh, these were the glasses. These were the frames that I liked. Because uh, there's oftentimes, you know, where you, you see someone uh, wearing something you love and you're like, oh, I hope you can find something like that. Take a photo of it, store it in your photos. Um, so you so how often do you of- reckon that we should update our glasses because that seems like a fairly inexpensive and it is. easy update yeah. to keep us looking current and youthful and fresh. Oh, every two, three years, if you can get an update on your frames, especially if you wear them a lot, then definitely, or even just have a couple of pairs on rotation as well. So um, if you wear specs, reading glasses every day, maybe have two, three, four different pairs uh, and then change them with your outfits as well. So it really just keeps things fresh. But, yeah, changing your specs can really instantly um, change things and even hairstyle. So when I was doing the 100 makeovers, a lot of these women had the same hairstyle for maybe 10, 15 years or had, you know, maybe a middle part or a side part. And as soon as I changed the part, wow, it was just a whole new look straight away. So just changing a hairstyle, um, a quick change of colour as well. So there's lots of little things that we can do just for an instant refresh. In terms of, okay, I want to talk about the thing that has blown up on the internet, jeans, mum jeans, Uh, dad jeans, boyfriend jeans, skinny jeans. Whoa. And apparently the way you, the jean that you wear will instantly carbon date you. Like, you know, you're a Mm -hmm. dinosaur or you're, you know, a hot young thing. Tell us about this whole thing about jeans. So, I don't know, all of a sudden the last few weeks or months, skinny <laughs> jeans apparently aren't in anymore. And there was this mad panic because, I mean, we've all got skinny jeans. I think we all love our skinny jeans because they literally they skim our body. So they're probably one of the most flattering styles for our body types. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, I can't wear skinny jeans. So to that I say, again, if wearing skinny jeans feels fabulous, you feel amazing in them, keep them and wear them. That is They'll always be around. Every shop will still create. They're not going to suddenly disappear from, you know, all the shops. Um, but now, obviously, they're talking about like the mum jean and the straight leg jean and the loose leg jean. I think if you look back through all the decades, jean styles always come and go, come and go, come and go. So, you know, I think if you want to dabble in the trends, great. Keep, you know, each season get a new jean. But if wearing a skinny jean is going to make you look good and make you feel good, Keep them and wear them. I know I'm going to keep mine because I love wearing my skinny jeans. But I in saying that, I did go out and buy a straight leg jean the other day as well just to dabble in that trend. It was just a cheap pair from a very uh, affordable store um, because I know why am I going to spend $300 on a straight leg jean when they're probably going to be out in a few months' time. So just be careful with those. So, yeah, if you are going to invest in a trend item jean, don't spend too much, like maybe cotton on or something like that because they're very inexpensive. And it will get you through the trend. But if you still love your skinny jeans, hold on to them. What about shapewear? And, uh, you know, we were talking before we started recording about mm-hmm. disguising some parts of your body. Are you a fan of shapewear? And if so, what shapewear should we have? Absolutely. So, again, people think, you know, all these celebrities I dress are perfect. No, they all wear shapewear as well. 
And I think, why not? If you've got the opportunity to use something that's going to help you and make you feel better, then shapewear. So I love Nancy Gants. I think Nancy Gants have an amazing range, but there's different types for whatever you want. So if you just want something for your tummy, get a high waist that sits in you know, under the bus. If you want something that's going to hold you in, you know, all over, get an all in all piece, like a, you know, almost like a little, um, I forgot what the technical term is, but a, a one piece are. Um, <laughs> so you can find, you can find, yeah, find whatever you want based on the body type that you have and what areas of concern that you have. But I always shapewear, find that absolutely. shapewear makes me feel instantly older. It reminds me, you know, of my grandmother. And I remember my mum, she's a massive fan of shapewear. She threw a pair at me, you know, in my 20s and she said, this is the secret to my success. And she's tiny, you know, she was always 40-something yeah. you know, kilograms tiny waist still is but she and her generation swore by shapewear so it was really hard for yeah. me to love shapewear and then I became obsessed with shapewear but um you know how do we kind of incorporate some of those things that maybe we think is a bit old-fashioned and a bit you know uh, aging uh and do it in a modern sexy way I think shapewear has had such an evolution. I think a couple of years ago it was quite thick, it was quite ugly, it wasn't very pretty. It kind of roll, you'd put it on, it would roll down. But I think the technology that's gone into shapewear recently has changed so much. Uh, there's actually, believe it or not, some very sexy styles of shapewear that I've seen that you could almost wear as a beautiful like little top if you just you know tucked it in. So go if you if you had if you were kind of scarred from a bad shapewear experience. From, from your mom or a couple of years ago and you, you suddenly got rid of, you're like, no, nah, not doing shapewear. Highly recommend going back into a department store, check out the shapewear section because it has really changed and evolved a lot to compare those really thick, ugly um, styles that were around a long time ago. What was that movie? Um, I think it was a classic movie. I can't remember who it was. Uh, Renee Zellweger. Oh, yeah. And, the, um, um, yes, yeah. The, that classic Bridget Jones' thing. diary. Bridget Jones. Yes, that's it. So I feel shapewear has come a long way from Bridget Jones's shapewear. <laughs> Do you think that hiding, you know, parts of our body is, is you know, something that um, scars us psychologically? You know, there's so much talk about accepting our flaws and, you know, um, just being as we are. I'm not a proponent of that philosophy. I actually think that there's an opportunity, if there's an opportunity to enhance and improve, I'm down for it. But, you know, yeah. as a stylist, especially when you were working with real women, what did you learn about the psychology of body shame and body acceptance mm -hmm. and how far as a stylist you would go to help people minimize what they don't love about themselves and how far you would talk them into accepting what they don't like about themselves mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest learnings again maybe from doing those 100 makeovers with 100 women was women are so hard on themselves like more than they need to be it is I was kind of shocked and really taken back but how many women when we first we took off their clothes and they were standing in front of the mirror with me, you know, not wearing a lot, and they were just so they just couldn't accept their bodies when they looked in the mirror. Like they they thought they were bigger than they were. They they thought they were uglier than they were. So I just want women to not be so hard on themselves. Um, you know, if they've got scars, if they've got parts of you know just 
embrace it all. It's who you, it's all part of who you are. Um, but of course, with modern technology these days and the things that modern technology is allowing us to do, if you want to, you know, go through any procedures or anything like that, then absolutely. Because if that's going to make you feel better for doing it, 100% do it. Uh, I think there's almost a bit of a shame, a bit of stigma that, you know, I can't, I can't go do this, can't do that, can't change, can't alter. But if doing that is going to make you feel better, then 100% do it, 100%. Do you think you've got a fashion brand in you, Donny Galella? Oh, well, um, absolutely. I think really? one thing from dressing women now for nearly 15 years, and I'm often saying, right, we need to go buy this dress there, that dress there, this dress there, we need this. I, sometimes it's really hard to find them, you know, like between all the retailers. So I thought, you know, wouldn't it be nice to have my own collection of dresses of all the things that I've struggled to buy for the ladies over 15 years uh, and put them all into one little capsule collection. So literally really? since kind of, I guess, our last lockdown, I started designing and started sampling. And it really is going to be a collection of those perfect little dresses that women need to make them feel more confident. So it's a more of a confidence-based collection rather than trend-based. So here's a little sneak peek at my perfect little yes. black dress. So if you can see here, but the whole idea of it is it's got all this beautiful pleating and ruching detail over the tummy. Yeah, bring it closer to your... the camera. Yes, I can see that. I actually have a Ralph Lauren dress like that. Ah, okay. So basically you know, all that's going to hide, totally hide the tummy, make the tummy disappear. So when you put on all my dresses, it's really going to help women deal with all the insecurities that they have. Um, so it's not going to be all the latest trends or things that you see off the runways. It's more about how am I going to feel when I put on a dress? Can I hide You're my You're so right because arm? that design has got all these little tricks and Oh, it's just okay. perfect. It's one of those magical, uh, on magical it, properties because when I it is, put on a dress like that, it, I, my boobs instantly feel higher. So I've had a boob lift. My arms are covered. So, you know, it's just showing the longest, slimmest part of my arms. The yeah. decolletage is just low enough to be like a bit of skin, but not too sexy. And the um, around the tummy and waist area, it feels pretty good. I love that. Yeah. So I just, I'm really excited. And I, and now that we're having another little lockdown here in Sydney, it's almost like the universal way of saying, right, use these next 10, 12 days to solidify that collection and let's get it out there. It's, it's, it's time to do it. I can't um, wait. So I'm really excited. Yes, you'll get to wear a Donny Galella original. I can't wait. I've got, um, just to wrap up, I would love to hear your, um, your edit of who you think from different ages and uh, different backgrounds are some of the most iconic and ageless women from a fashion point of view that you mm -hmm. always, you know, who's on your uh, vision board, who's your inspiration when you're working with some of your celebrity and real women clients? Yeah. Well, I mean, all-time, all-time favourite style icon has always been Sophia Loren. Who you're just, Italian, of course, mine yes, too. Uh, She's my girl. Just the... Just also because she's got the curves as well. You know, she's always embraced the curves and she's always dressed accordingly and the style just unbelievable. So um, if, we wanted to, if we wanted to uh, mimic uh, or borrow from her ageless look, what would be yeah. one or two items that we'd add to our wardrobe to bring a bit of Sophia magic? So I guess beautiful figure hugging dresses, always with some sort of open neckline, a V-neckline in particular, 
um, a short sleeve, make sure it comes in at the waist, make sure it hugs the hips, probably about knee length, beautiful, soft jersey fabrics, you know, that just kind of mold over your curves. So, yeah, that's that beautiful classic hourglass silhouette, colour, vibrant, um, yeah, beautiful, opulent fabric. So that's the very Sophia vibe, timeless, timeless. Absolutely timeless. And um, I interrupted you before. Who was your second um, star like um, I, I big crush on Michelle Obama. Like, Ooh, okay, uh, cool. I just love, she's such a powerful woman and her outfits were just powerful as well. And, you know, when I guess other um, first wives were like, you know, don't show off your arms. And she was out there, you know, flexing her beautiful toned arms. So yeah. for me, she was just always just on point, powerful. Um, love her. Love, love, love. I always notice her color blocking. She did an amazing, you know, she's very tall. She's broad and mm. athletic. Uh, what are some of the things that, you know, from a stylist point of view that we can incorporate from Michelle Obama's new brand of power dressing if we wanted to kind of channel a bit of girl power? I think, yeah, her most iconic looks, I think she did a lot of stra- um, showing her arms, a lot of halter neck styles, strapless, you know, like when, you would, you know, people would perceive that she would have to always cover herself up, but she was like, no, why should I? I've got beautiful shoulders. I've got beautiful arms. I'm going to show them off. Um, so I think that was, that was a powerful look for her, but also I think the power suit, beautiful jacket, beautiful pants, nice tailoring, gorgeous fabrics, color, color, color. And with the skin tone like that, she rocked a lot of bold, bold, beautiful colors as well. So one more, yeah, just her. to finish yourself. Oh, um, probably Kate Blanchett. I think. Oh yeah. You know, I was on. To, I was going between Kate or uh, Nicole, but I think Kate uh, again. Just um, always taking a challenge, or a, a chance, you know, a risk, a fashion risk, uh, and always paying off. Um, trying things a little bit less to centre. Um, trying new designers, supporting young designers, up and coming designers. Uh, but yeah, her stuff is her, she's beautiful. Absolutely, just she's incredible. got a really sinewy, you know, athletic Aussie body. What if we wanted to, you know, if we had that look, or if we wanted to channel a bit of um, that in our style? What What would you recommend? What are some style cues that we can borrow? Um, I think I like the idea of maybe mixing pieces. So you know, like she might have like a very loose maxi dress but then she might throw over a beautiful blazer over the top of it so maybe you know a dichotomy of mixing two different pieces that you wouldn't usually think of putting together but just putting together and she does it so effortlessly and so perfectly oh you do it so effortlessly and perfectly i i I devour your instagram account it's been the source of inspo for me and so many other people um thank you and i love all of your modern muses that you work with as well so thank you so much for sharing some of your beautiful tips and tricks with us i can't wait to wear a donigalella i can't wait for it to be out in the market yeah great to see you thank you so much thank you so good to see you Ageless by Rescue is brought to you by Rescue Me Academy, Reignite Your Relationship course. Love your relationship but miss the early days? You're not alone. This course will teach you how to identify your issues, stop the fighting, find what you need to be happy, re-spark intimacy and keep the lines of communication open. Join us at rescuemeacademy.com.au to learn more about the program and to download your first free lesson. 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please share and rate this episode. I'd love that. I'm Baha Etmanen, your host and founder of Ageless by Rescue. For more exclusive content, show transcript, behind the scenes video, real people reviews and extended interviews with experts, I invite you to please follow us at Ageless by Rescue on Instagram, Facebook and Rescue TV on YouTube. You can also sign up to receive our e-magazine and newsletters all for free 